0: Greetings. Before we get started, the whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the Ugly Truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs, assuming they're a little twisted too. It's the Uggs, Jamie, what's the safety word, banana, banana, and Paula,
1: you induce bodily function.
0: Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth.
2: Welcome to the Ugly Truth. I am Jamie, and I'm here with my sister Paula. It is episode ninety nine. Ugh! Ugh! Hey, that's pretty good for being
1: sick. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm over it now, thank goodness. But well,
2: you're nasally though, I, so that I'm makes it hard. Still
1: a little nasally, but yes, I wasn't going to let it get in the way.
2: Welcome to the Ugly Truth. Two sickies recovering after a week of hell, colds, and And flu-y. I I know
1: we're not alone. I know it's going, you know... It is. Nationwide. I mean, at least we don't have the (laughs) measles or something. Well,
2: God forbid we vaccinate our children, so no, we don't have the measles. I'm pretty sure we were vaccinated as children. We were. If we were a little bit older, we would potentially have to go back for another one, another booster. Oh, okay. But... We're not that old. We're not that old, so we're good. Yeah, we're, we're still we're not good. That old. <laughs> we're still not. One reason: Hooray for the youth! Yeah, right. vaccinated. Anyway, so yes, welcome to the Ugly Truth episode ninety nine. I can't believe it. We're coming up on our two year anniversary. I don't know specifically when it is. I just know it's in February. So I'm sure per- we did pass our two year anniversary.
1: We did. We did. I. What was it? Uh, it was like
2: January 26th. We did that. Th- we started this in January. I thought it was February. Because I just looked the other day. Mm, interesting. Interesting. I thought it was in February for some reason. But you know what? You might be right. I think it was late January. Episode one, Sex, Blood and UFC
1: dropped mm. January 25th, 2013. So 10 days ago.
2: So two shows ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, happy anniversary. <laughs> So, yeah. Still going strong. Well, to us. Here's to us. Yes. Clink. I think to us, we like the uh, nice, round, even numbers. And so 100 is, is very special to us. So we'll discuss that more towards the end of our show this today. But I noted this in my notes because I've started taking notes because – So many things occur that I want to tell you about that I forget to tell you. Okay. And the biggest clue to me was when I was trying to recap my Vegas show or my Vegas trip. I know there's a million things I I wanted to tell you and I couldn't remember. So I decided (laughs) to start taking notes because on my phone. Oh, I was going to say, or you could start
1: walking around with like, you know, those pocket recorders (laughs) like coroners do and they're just like, the ventricular (laughs) lobe was uh a...
2: Sliced, yeah, sliced and and
1: swollen and and out of place,
2: right? No, just when something occurs to me that I know you would appreciate, I try to note it on my phone so that I don't forget. So, last week after we got back from Vegas, shockingly, the adult children that were home cleaned us out of food and toilet paper and cosmetics and shampoo. And you know, five days is a long time, that's true. You know, when, when children are left alone, when they're adult kids. They tend to really take advantage of all the free shit that they don't buy and they just use like a ton of everything and then all of a sudden you get home and there's literally nothing left in the house. Jeez. So we went to Target because we needed paper towels, toilet paper, you know, what whatever we needed. So Daryl decided he wanted to go with me. And it was probably in the in the evening, like six or seven o'clock at night on a I don't know, Sunday night or something. Yeah. It was really crowded. I was not feeling well because I had this I was getting this cold and so it was Friday night and everybody was probably stockpiling for the Super Bowl which I didn't even register but it was one of those crowded moments where everywhere you went they were in your way somebody was walking too slow they were walking in a diagonal when you're trying to go straight I would have left every once in a while that happens and I turned to Daryl go And I said, look, I I know that I'm fighting a cold and that I have like the patience of a gnat right now, but aren't people being fucking annoying right now? And he goes, well, yes, it is. It is a bit annoying. It is not normal. And I said, all right, I just want to make sure because when there's a weird vibe in the air i sense it like electricity and i know and you're right i should just leave but i need a toilet paper and when you know when you have a big family you can't not have it no we're not gonna wipe her butt with socks in this house no no you needed it so We're going down and we're passing the women's section. And when I'm with Daryl, I've learned after many years together going to Target, I really can't venture off into the clothing section with him. He just gets lost and grumpy and it just doesn't work. And I wasn't feeling well. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to fight this fight. Well, not just that. I mean, what were you really going to buy? Nothing.
1: Especially if you weren't feeling well, you're going to be looking at everything. You're like, God, everything here is ugly. I hate that.
2: It's true. And I already do that when I'm not sick. And I'm like, why do I come in here? Every time thinking I'm going to find one rag that I would wear. Or, Never. Or you find something and
1: you're like, well, that's not bad. I don't hate it. And you're like, well, I'm most certainly not paying $25 for it <laughs> at freaking
2: Target. I can Isn't tell you that, that much. Isn't that the case? I, you know what? And I have the same argument with myself every time. I'm like, well, this is kind of a cute little cheap rag that I can wear in the summer and throw it away at the end of the summer. Right. And I'm like, twenty seven ninety nine. I could go to TJ Maxx and get three of these. No. And I put it down with and I walk out. With a real name brand, Marona. Morona. Right. Yeah, right. The exhilaration Thanks or whatever. Exhilaration whose size 5 is really a size 1. Jeez. No. So, there's this um cluster of of women, there are people, which is fine. Mexicans, right. it's no big deal. And they've got, you know, baskets full of stuff and there's an older woman there probably in her 60s. Okay. And she's a a bit larger and okay. she's wearing a dress. Okay. We walk by and all of a sudden her phone rings. she picks it up hola and then all of a sudden literally right after she says hola she ripped one and i mean loudly and it was graphically wet she didn't poo did she acknowledge it No, she acted like nothing happened. And Daryl and I, we literally walked by right when she farted. So where, what what had the phone been between her butt cheek acting as a plug or something? I don't know. That let the drain out? All I know. And she looked like a balloon. So it's very possible that her phone was keeping her plugged up. The thing is, is that I've, I, nothing shocks me anymore because these are the kinds of things that happen to me all the time. These things happen all the time to me. The farting children and the orthodontists, the the, the crazy, you know, the weird kids that are, you know, that aren't kids, actually. They're 20-year-old kids making weird noises at me. (laughs) Right. Farting old women. I mean, this is not unusual. So I'm walking now. Daryl is not accustomed (laughs) to this type of thing. So, and it was like a wet fart. And I'm walking by. Did he start laughing? he was purple he was laughing so hard we walk by and we look at each other and now i'm not well i'm not feeling good i turn and look at him and i'm stone-faced and i'm like you can't possibly be surprised by these actions right this happens to me all the time and he can't even breathe and and so we turn the corner and he's all i mean super loud laughing and i said oh yes I'm sure oh. she knows that that's not directed oh at her Yeah, all. because a whole aisle makes the difference,
1: you And know? so the thing is, <laughs> is, now I'm
2: laughing. And because oh. he's laughing. And I said, you know, it's true. Farts are always funny. It doesn't matter. And it's especially funny when you're literally walking by a stranger and they rip one. Like, it was probably one of those things where she, well, I can't even say that she thought She could get away with it like she didn't expect it to just be vibrating through her large ass. I mean, it doesn't even sound like she had underwear on. I mean, it was really graphic. (laughs) Jeez So I'm like I have to remember To tell Paula about this I would have put One of those Like little yellow Cones behind her You know saying like, I was like We need to We need to move Swiftly away From whatever That's going to Turn out to be Because I don't Want to be Oh you know She probably it. ate At the snack bar Before she came Like you know <laughs> And
1: had the Nacho cheese Or something
2: Starbucks and the uh, Shakey's Pepperoni Personal pizza Whatever they have Or the The weenies And popcorn Or <sighs> The blue slushy, I don't know But it was oh. it was really wrong And of course, well, but Dale's isn't. just like, I can't believe that just happened I go, welcome to my world, honey You don't believe me when I tell you <laughs> these things happen But they do like, You'd be like, hey, stick with me, kid I'll, yeah. I'll show you a few other fun tricks <laughs> The one time I think I told you this We were at the store and I was getting some potatoes or something I turned around and there's this man standing there He looks right at me, widens his eyes And goes... <laughs> And he snorts. And he looks right at me. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on?
1: Gosh, you're why like, am a, I a magnet for this? You're like a human diuretic. I don't I know, don't like, what you are.
2: It's like, why would you snort and stare at me? Like, what is wrong with you? And I turn to Daryl. Go, did you see that? You induce like, you bodily about? function. Well, I'm over it. <laughs> I am so over it. God. It's unbelievable. But anyway, yes, the the, th- the problem that we're had, well, Daryl actually is having it too, is that there, a Walmart has just opened up about four stores down from our Target. OK. Oh. We were hoping that the riffraff would pick up and go to Walmart and that our Target would go back to being like a pseudo Kohl's or Mervyn's, you know, back in the old days where it's like, yeah, it was never a nice- really busy. It was a nice Target.
1: Well, plus yeah. it's huge. It's actually one of those, like the super Targets or whatever, the Target Great Lens or something they call them, don't they?
2: Yeah, it has food and cleaning cleaning products and, you know, pillows <laughs>
1: and. What. Yeah. That I can see why it needs to be big then if it's got all those things <laughs> well it has a lot of inventory. shut up plus you know
2: large farting women oh my god and Jeez. so this is like the third time I've gone and and noticed that the clientele the level of clientele has gone down a bit and I swore I was like but the Walmart's open. Why aren't you going there? Because, I mean, it feels Walmarty now. And I don't like it. It's like I don't go to Walmart. If I lived in a place where Walmart was the only thing around, okay, understandable. But I live in the suburbs. I have choices. Right. So Target is my choice when I need butt paper. I don't want to have to deal with farting women and snotty people and gross people with eye patches and stuff. I just, oh, just want to get toilet paper and get out of there. In one piece, but... So I said, well, clearly... Uh, walmart is not doing it it's not working (laughs) they're they're migrating here too like they're at both so daryl's like well we just need to go to a different town i'm like i'm not driving 10 miles to go get toilet paper go to the one in Folsom." well that's what that's what he suggests i'm like well easy for you to say it's i have to go on the freeway to get that to that one and i'm not sure it will be much better to be honest with you but we'll you know whatever i don't know so i'm curious if that
1: woman will have a date for valentine's day
2: i was going <laughs> to say when we were at target of course because they do everything super early because they're like a grocery store yeah really all the valentine's day stuff is up and half of it's already purchased which i'm like where do they why and i mean and those holiday sections are destroyed people Always. just rifle through and act like you know they're at home apparently and they just throw things around but uh, yes valentine's day is coming up now i swore that you said you did not like valentine's day no i i really
1: i don't like valentine's day for multiple reasons Mm -hmm. first of all if you're in a relationship i mean most people will agree spontaneity is is usually like the best thing for a relationship but you know this forced holiday to you know where you're obligated to either get chocolate or flowers or do dinner or something
2: it's just like mm-hmm. it's burdensome and i i'm actually that's exactly why i don't like valentine's day i don't like society or some strange tradition telling me that this is the day that i have to proclaim my affection for someone who already knows hopefully knows how i feel i mean and who wants
1: you know the cheap and and that's the other thing too is is that all the candy i swear they must do this on purpose because wax i think yes it's all it's all cheap like it's it's not not real chocolate or it's not real m&ms like they they pull out the the cheap stuff so that way they don't have to you know sell their normal class i don't know
2: Valentine's Day, the tradition is we give each other those big red hearts filled with the Gamble chocolate. Have you ever eaten any chocolate out of those big red hearts with any confidence? Mm -hmm. Well, this could either be really good or totally nasty. And I'm just pig enough to find out. Ah, I got the one filled with toothpaste. Mm. I'm gonna have to eat another nine to get rid of that flavor.
0: There's the big red hearts filled with the gamble chalk out of the tiny chalk heart-shaped anacids. <laughs> I know I make you nauseous. Here's a Tums with hug me written on it.
2: Maybe that'll help. They've been doing this news report, and I'm, you know, I'm sure it's, it's, I don't know who drives it, but they keep saying that on average couples spend a hundred and fifty dollars on their Valentine, on their significant other, and I'm like, a hundred and fifty dollars? That's who I'd like to know. Who, are, who spends a hundred and fifty dollars on someone for Valentine's who Day? Who are these couples? Who I would like to know myself, because I've never, I mean, not that I would ever want one, to be honest with you, but I can't imagine a hundred and fifty dollar Valentine's Day gift ever.
1: I can't even think. You know what, to me, Valentine's Day, it's like it's a dating couple's holiday, you know? Right. I don't think it's meant for people who are in relationships or have been in relationships for a long time. Because, yeah. I mean, imagine couples who've been together for, like, you and Daryl, you guys have been together right. for what, 20, 20 years almost? Like 18. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, what do you guys do on Valentine's Day? Well, he knows how much I hate it. <laughs>
2: Does, but does he love it? He's a holiday oh, for heaven's sakes. He doesn't expect anything from me. It's not like that. He likes to embrace, this is what he says. I like these holidays because it gives me a reason to show you how much I love you. And I said, okay, I totally accept that. But it is super unnecessary. Now, if Daryl never showed his affection for me, except for holidays, we wouldn't be together. Right. So... I accept his explanation of why he likes them. But if you really dig really deep, aren't all the holidays traditions? I mean, why do we buy our children Christmas gifts? You know, why do we do the whole tradition of any holiday? Valentine's Day is just one of those traditional type holidays. But I can honestly say that I've never had a good Valentine's Day literally my whole life. Like I've never looked back and went, you know, that Valentine's Day in 1997, that was one for the books. Nothing if there's too much expectation. And then if you have too much expectation, they never it's never met like you will always be disappointed. I know so many girls that have been colossally disappointed even after getting the roses, the the stupid teddy bear you know the 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 trashy lingerie right they're never super impressed ever yeah it's so what what's the point i
1: don't know then? i mean i i have had good valentines days before but when you were talking about traditions and kids and things like that mm-hmm. so the kids this week both got sent home with lists of names like just first right. names for the classroom so apparently mm-hmm. now i have to go and get these dumpy little valentine child valentines and you know prepare them and give them to you know complete strangers basically because you know
2: they're not friends with everyone in the class and no but it's a group activity that is what it used to be like i remember you know back in the day when school was actually fun and it wasn't about passing star testing all the time, these were holidays that everybody would look forward to. We would spend a week creating or building our Valentine's Day mailbox. We'd decorate them, and then we'd have a big Valentine's Day party on, on the day or on that Friday. And everybody would pass out their valentines. They would quote unquote deliver and mail the valentines to everyone's desk, right? You know, no, I, re- it was a really I remember fun that. Time. Yeah, right. And then it, it all changes as you hit puberty. All of a sudden, you have to have that one special person. Remember those stupid candy grams that everybody would send to each God. other for fifty cents? And then everyone, and if you didn't,
1: you know, and then everyone else would be in the bathroom crying because they didn't get yeah. one, or
2: yeah, and if you didn't get one, or if you were, God forbid, brave enough to send an anonymous one to the cute boy in your science class, and he did. And he gets it and he just kind of like, whatever, you know, and then your feelings are, you're devastated. Are you saying it's, that because that happened to me? It did happen to you? <laughs> yes. I didn't know that. <laughs>
1: yes. Tell me. When was this? I sent, what did I, I sent an anonymous this. candy gram I, or a flower gram <laughs> or some sort of gram, could have been a gram cracker for all I know, but <laughs> to Brian Thomas, I think you remember Aww, his movie. I do. And I had a I crush on him. him. And so it wasn't until my senior year that we were writing in each other's yearbooks. And I said something about the candy gram or the whatever. And he wrote in my yearbook, he's like, I had no idea. I never knew. Here's my number. Let's get together this
2: summer. Oh, see? I know. Well, that had a nice ending. But of course, back when you were 14 and you did it, you were probably gut punched. (laughs) You were probably it, devastated. It cost me two
1: dollars. I mean, yeah, what a
2: rip. But I mean, to be honest, it,
1: it was my own fault. I mean, who sends it and you know anonymously, and then just somehow miraculously
2: thinks that the person will figure it out. People who think a lot of themselves. I I'm the same way. Why wouldn't anyone know if I sent them something? They should just know. <laughs> they-, they should be able to tell. No, that's just how we are. Girls are like that. But I was thinking, you know, some of the things that I thought would make Valentine's Day funner for adults is if we took the romance kind of out of it. Wouldn't it be cool if we did what we did when we were in grade school where you bought like a big bag of, you know, Valentine's, like the cheap, you know, $4, and you get like 50 Valentine's yeah. and, you, and you get the one big one for your teacher, but you give that one to your boss and then everybody at work gets them and you pass them out. Just like I used school. to do that, actually. That would be so much better. I used to do that and I would usually tape
1: like – um, like those, a starburst or something. No, I would tape um those little chalky heart candies. The oh, the tums, the tums <laughs> right? that's writing on it that what says "text me." God, they must have updated them because before they just used to say like you know, love, hot, cute, hot stuff or something. Like yeah, that. rock star. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. something stupid. <laughs> It's true, but um, I think that would yeah, be so no, much I've funner done that before. And so. yeah, well, see,
2: you and I have the same mindset because I think that would be a much better way to do. I would be all in on the valent if we kept it on the elementary school level. Right? Then I'm all in. You know, I think that would be super fun. I now I am not turning away gifts. I'm not saying don't get me anything, but I'm just saying that the the pressure that comes with valentine's day especially if you're single or even dating someone i mean you can almost never succeed and and god forbid don't propose you know what i'm saying and i know it happens all the time i I know know there's gonna be a lot of people going my husband of 20 years proposed to me on valentine's day it's like good for you but in general i don't know
1: i just well and i don't know if this is just us or if there's other people it's us
2: but I mean, I just
1: always have taken issue with, you know, proposals on holidays.
2: Linking them. I am I a human. Just, but, I,
1: but I mean, a lot of people do it. I mean, like I told you, and I even got a little weepy eyed watching the guy propose New Year's Eve on TV. And oh, <laughs> no, but I mean, now someone had proposed to me on New Year's Eve, I'd be like, why did you do that? Like, Why? <laughs>
2: I know. Why did you I mean, have like, to
1: ruin this? Lazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, He's well, like, you and were then, just crying. It doesn't matter. I don't want you
2: to do it. No. Ask me tomorrow. Right. And what happens, let's just say for the sake of discussion, you have one of those dudes who was dumb and proposed to you on Valentine's Day. And what if it doesn't work out? What if you get divorced? What if you didn't get married so after Valentine's all? Valentine's Day I mean, will
1: always be like, you know, the reminder of what, what could have been <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the cloak of death forever. Thank you, Joe well, I think or about whoever. The single people and I, Valentine's Day is just a reminder of like, yep, yeah, you're still single. You don't have anyone special. You're just going to go home and yeah. watch TV and pretend like your feelings aren't hurt because you're
2: not doing something. <laughs> because you didn't get flowers delivered to your door. I know it's true. And, you know, even if you're a really confident person, man or woman, you go home there's just a little bit of you that dies inside and whose fault is it it's no one's it's no one's fault this is an old pagan holiday we call it the pagan holiday of love in this house
0: if you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week make sure to hang out with the uggs on their social networks visit uglytruth.com and click on the facebook and twitter buttons to friend and follow the show or search for us on facebook and twitter and now back to the truth
1: I made a valentine for you. The heart shape says I love you. H E A R T H E A R T H E A R T. The heart shape says I love you. I'm sure our little family will end up, you know. I usually get a gre- Victor a greeting card, you know. I do too. N- nothing crazy. And then I'll get the kids, like, you know. The little M&M that's sitting on a heart and then it's like, but it also doubles as like the fan that you turn on and it buzzes and it's like the LED lighting and it's full of M&M's. Like, I'll get him something like that. Right. And tell them that they're my valentines. But
2: I will admit that I do do the uh, the kid level valentines for the children. They hate. They think it's dumb, <laughs> but they still take it and eat it. Of course, they, they do. still eat the candy. Mom, you're so and dumb. Then... <laughs> because I'm incredibly weird, I always find Daryl some bizarre valentine, and he thinks they're hilarious. And he's grateful that he gets the card. And Daryl will, of course, you know, he'll go all out. I mean, you will get no no i hate it i resent it and he knows it i'm like don't do that just get me a freaking card it's fine you know whatever you won't get red it's... roses and no oh my god he knows i hate red roses oh my you god you hate he did, I'd be red like, are roses we... i do if what? he got me red roses i'd be like are we getting divorced are you leaving why do me? you what is hate this? red roses <laughs> well this is a really long story but i'll tell you really quickly I'll, I'll make it quick i had a boyfriend that i was with for a while and it was, I was younger. I was like 18, 19. Okay. He and I were going through a rough patch. We took some time apart, but we weren't broken up. It's kind of like the Ross and Rachel. Okay. We weren't really on a break. <laughs> okay. We had spent an afternoon and evening together um, having sex. And then that evening, he's like, you know, I have some plans. I didn't cancel them. I have to go. And I'm like, all right, fine. So he left and did his plans. I went home. Come to find out he went out on a date. He was cheating on me. And when I went to his house. Those he- were his plans. Those were his plans. <laughs> and he slept with that girl. <gasps> the same day Ew! that he slept with me. He broke the 24 hour rule. He did. And so. Oh my God, because we're a campus women, I find out everything. Well, of course. I went to his house the next day to get something. Randomly, I just went over there to get something. He was at work. His roommate was there. Apparently, this girl that he had slept with, her family owns a florist shop, and she sent him two dozen red roses. That's okay. Saying thanks for a wonderful night. I had a great time. Blah blah blah. His roommate tried to blow it off as it was his, but I knew better because I know. And so, needless to say. Okay, that is why I hate red roses. So, but, okay, well, that's
1: unfortunate because red roses are very pretty and and actually quite sturdy. <laughs> they seem to last the longest. But anyways, okay, so let me ask you a question. What? This girl sent him roses. Yes, is it appropri- for free. Is it appropriate for a woman to send men flowers?
2: Uh, I wouldn't. Um, I when when uh whenever Daryl has received a big promotion, which has happened a couple of times in our our time together, I send him a plant. A uh, a very nice green plant. Did you send him like a horse wreath or something <laughs> that he can like you know like a simple, No put on an, oh, like a victory? Put on like an a easel, victory? you know, in his office. <laughs> a couple of times I sent him a plant. One actually bloomed. I did not know. Oh. I it wasn't intentional, but it had like a <laughs> like a lily or some weird tropical oh. thing that popped out of it. But it but essentially, I always send greenery to a male if they need some kind of living thing. But I mean, let's be honest, most men don't take care of plants very well. Really? So no, you know, men
1: aren't plant people. But I did unless you they're know what you know, psychiatrist or therapists or something like that.
2: Well, the, that's part of the required kit that comes with doctor office things we've talked about that but i did send daryl a congratulations when he started his uh san francisco gig i sent him a an arrangement it was it was male oriented arrangement it was like an orchid and i don't know something sophisticated it was expensive he brought it home and it was a bright purple (laughs) arrangement (laughs) like like it had like tulips and chrysanthemums and, and it was this bright lavender I'm like oh god I'm like I don't understand This isn't at all well, what I wanted That florist had a field day He, he certainly <laughs> did God, I was like, I'm so sorry. And on top of it, he brought it home with him. Oh, so like, he had to take it all in the yes, train. Uh, yes. To toss that thing in the dumpster. God. I know. I said, why did you bring this? He's like, well, I couldn't leave it at work. And I'm like, I, you're God, right. I'm your so sorry. Are, what was he
1: going to do? Give it to a homeless person? I mean, it's not like it's <laughs> leftover lunch. but It's not
2: like he can give it to
1: another woman in the office. So he's kind of stuck. No, I send a box of cigars. It wasn't.
2: Ooh. Ooh, that's a good idea.
1: Yeah, it wasn't Valentine's Day. That would be a
2: good gift for a guy.
1: Well, one would think, but, you know, unfortunately at the time, I didn't realize that this person was married, and so... Oh, that's right. This was the one that moved for the new job, and so I sent on his first day at his new job, (sighs) I sent him a box... quote-unquote new job. Yeah, the box of cigars. Mm. Congratulations. I have a good first day. Just wanted to remind you, you have a friend. Because it right. was in a new city, all that stuff, and oh god, I'm such an idiot. See, but you know what? That was a really good, like, gift. That is very thoughtful. Yeah, I know, and it pisses me off. Like, why'd you have to ruin it? Not you, I mean. Because
2: him. no, no, no. I know, I know who you meant. So, another <laughs> bad idea is I'm still struggling with the understanding as to why this is a Valentine's Day movie. But Fifty Shades of Grey comes out this week, <laughs> right? First of all, I've never read the books, okay. not going to read the books, and I've never – I'm not going to see that movie. Just read Wikipedia I, if you're interested, but – I don't – you know, it's like – it's. it looks tame. I mean, everybody's like, ooh, and it's so salacious well, and sexy. I here's the like, thing what? is, is
1: like, okay, so what we talked about, there were three series of books, and to be honest, I can't tell you right now – the movie's just based on the first book, so I can't really okay. remember what the first book, like where it ended or what the whole story was. Oh, did you read that? I read all three, yeah. You did? I did. did. You, I mean, did you like it? I mean... It was very unrealistic. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the the girl was a virgin when she met this guy. And oh, then, and he's like some dominator. Yeah, and like as soon as they become sexually active like she has multiple orgasms and oh sure and and within moments and in a different like you know in a car or bent over a desk or you know what and i'm like that doesn't happen like no it does not not in real life mm. and so no. i just found it to be so far-fetched i'm like god i'm like do, do people actually believe this stuff like they they must they can't think
2: that that really happens well i mean i would think women primarily were reading this book i guess some some people are good at being able to read fiction and completely you know forget about reality but when you're talking about you know orgasms and sex i would not be able to do that so here's the other part is is there are times
1: where he would bind her in different positions with like Mm -hmm. handcuffs and stuff and i'm like any point if my ass is open or in the air it's not gonna happen it's just no. i could and i'm and i'm not gonna be rolling around like you know a roly-poly or something like that oh, because Lord. there was a scene or, or um i think he bound her feet and her hands together oh, and no. um no and had him like behind her neck or something like that i don't know what? and so oh my God. but i'm just like literally her like beehole hole would be like wide open and oh my just, god did he do stuff to it i think he put a plug in it or something like that
2: no! i'd be like this. i'd be like what's the safety word banana hate, banana no and then i'd be I, like get away from me safety so word was pissed. red but anyways um oh, okay
1: so i watched that and I really read, and I, read the, I read this book and to me it's just i'm like okay i can already tell this is you know not, it's real. not realistic and, but yes. you know you watch a movie like nine and a half weeks or you watch the movie secretary right. like i've talked about before yes nine and a half weeks is good those are believable and could potentially be very real
2: yes i agree so
1: i don't know about this movie we'll see what happens but the funny part i was telling you is so it comes out valentine's day and yeah, i'm like Friday. who? It's going to take their date to see this movie. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I mean, what? in theory, yeah. it sounds like, oh, yeah, you know, it's this saucy movie. It should be great. But then, you know,
2: what if you're just dating? What if you haven't had sex yet?
1: Or, yeah, you know, you take your date and you think you're going to, you know, have sex that night. And then the next thing you know, the girl's covered in bruises <laughs> and,
2: you know, losing her virginity. And What if you What if you are a boyfriend and girlfriend and you, you go to this movie and the the boyfriend's like, Are you trying to tell me something? Is this something that you're, I mean, is this your way of telling me that you want me to put a butt plug in Or the boyfriend's just like, hey, you want to try some of those? No. (laughs) I'd be like, no, absolutely not. (laughs) It's like, is this what, what is this? What's going on here? Is this what girls like? Is that what these books were about? Is it? Right. Thank you, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. (laughs) Just like porn. All women are like this.
1: Right. No. We all start out virginal, and we remain that way. and <laughs> Until somebody until, completely defiles us. You know, until we're being whipped with, you know, something. God only and knows. tied up with something.
2: Well, you know what? If somebody does do that, I would be interested to find out how that date goes. <laughs> if yeah. they take their date to Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't That's imagine many
1: people are going to admit to seeing the movie, but... I don't think I'll go to the theaters to see it, but I when it never. comes out, I'll probably see it.
2: Yeah. I mean, if, if it ends up on a cable channel, I'm I'm not going to say never, but I mean, I'm not going to go out of my way to purchase a ticket. This coming from the lady
1: that, you know, lamented that everyone should see behind the candelabra. Hey, that's
2: a good movie. <laughs> I'm just... That's a good show. <laughs> yes.
1: Nothing says good show like gay sex. Like anal sex. I know.
2: Well, look... All I'm saying, hey, but that was kind of realistic, actually. And who thought that uh, Michael Douglas would be the receiver? I didn't, I would never thought that. That's why he had to lose weight for the role. I don't know. I just assume that, you know. <laughs> it's Matt Damon. The so, receiver
1: you know. had to be like small and frail, but maybe that's not the case. I don't know. But isn't it funny, like the the ideas that we think or we have about certain yeah. situations that we believe they have to be that way? Like, you would assume the smaller
2: person would be the receiver, but maybe they're right. the giver.
1: You don't know. I mean. Yeah,
2: you don't know what's going on down there. I mean, we have no idea. I no clue. I do not know. I was very surprised to see that Matt Damon was the giver. That's all I can say. I would really expect it to be the other way around. You know what I do know for sure, though? Mm. I know what my love
1: language is.
2: Yes. And I do too now. Now, please to explain what the love language thing is, because you were the one that told me about it. I had heard about it in passing, but you really were the one that told me about it.
1: So in the spirit of Valentine's Day and gay sex, we were thinking about, you know, love language. And many of you probably have already heard of it. But it basically it was a book, and the author has a theory that there are five ways that people like to be loved. And you, I I don't have all of them in front of me, so I'm just doing, I have okay. Them. So
2: what what are the five ways? The five ways are words of affirmation, receiving gifts, physical touch, acts of service, and quality time. So the author's basically saying
1: that, you know, someone may be like if you take this test online, You can decide, you know, what's your love language? So you may be like 80% physical touch and 20% acts of service or something like that. So Mm -hmm. you may just have these very, everyone has a a primary love language though, is what the thought is. And so if you know what yours is and your partner knows what yours is and vice versa, then you can have a better, more compatible relationship and love each other better, I guess, because... You're kind of speaking each other's language
2: or you're just you're aware of what they like. And so, therefore, you don't waste your time doing something that they don't necessarily they're not receptive to or do something that annoys them. Yeah. For example, I would say that I would think that 80 or 90 percent, if maybe not 100 percent of men, I would think physical uh, touch would be probably at the top. Most of the time. Well, so we d- we had a
1: bunch of people take the test at your house. And I think mm-hmm. actually a lot of it was words of
2: affirmation, I want to say. It was physical touch and words of affirmation. They were about equal for most of the men they be, in, at that party. They want
1: to be told that they're doing a good job or, you know, right. they're proud of them or all, whatever it might be. But, yeah, they also want – and physical touch doesn't just necessarily mean sex. It, you know, it could be no. hand-holding, kissing, just, you know – Hugs, pats on the butt. Touching him whatever. as you walk by, whatever it mm. might be. So my love language is... Yeah, what was yours? Mine were basically tied. One was... And it's, it's a rating of 1 to 12. Yeah. It was quality time and mm. gifts. Those were your top two. Yes. So cool. those are the ways that I like to be loved. And you know the funny thing about the quality time is it doesn't mean like I want to sit there and have, you know, like five minutes of uninterrupted eye contact or something like that. It's just, I
2: kind of like the person just being around, you know? Yeah, mine are now mine. I just took it because I was kind of drunk when I took it the first time. (laughs) And so I don't remember. So I took it again the other day, just so I could refresh my memory. Mm -hmm. And I was it was actually much more surprised. It wasn't Shocking, but it was I finally read. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember now the number one out of 12. This ranked 10 um, is quality time, which was a little surprising, but not really, because the way they define quality time. I was telling Daryl about this really, really hits home. It's undivided attention, no distractions, no postponed dates failure to listen can be especially hurtful Mm -hmm. quality time also means sharing quality conversation and activities now for me one of the biggest deal breakers for me not so much with with women friends but with a lover or someone i'm in a relationship with i really hate stupid people and if i can't have an articulate discussion with you about something and you're looking at me and i can see that you're understanding and we're having a intelligent discussion about something that is a huge turn on to me yeah because you're you're listening You comprehend, you have an opinion, even if you don't agree, you know, it's that is a huge thing for me. So I'm not surprised the quality time ranked super high. The second two, which was mainly the tie, was receiving gifts and physical touch.
1: Really? That's not surprising.
2: Yeah, that's not surprising to me See, either. See, physical touch for me rated pretty low, but that's probably because mm. I don't like to be touched. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like to be seen. So <laughs> right. I do like getting gifts, but it's it's not obviously materialism. It's the putting thought into right. it. Which is probably why I hate Valentine's Day so much. It's not there's no thought in that. You can go out and get something red in a heart and hand it over to somebody and it doesn't mean anything. But if there's something if there's something about it, then fine. I'm all for Valentine's right. Day. But it, it would it takes a lot to be thoughtful on Valentine's Day. It really does. It's hard. You know, it's not it's really easy just to grab the surprise random chocolate roulette. Right. Heart box and a flower, you know, Stover. which. Yeah, it's really high and high school. Understand they're learning. That's how you figure things out. But, you know, adult people, you know, if you're not going to play elementary school Valentine's where everybody gets one and it's super fun, then you're going to put a lot of thought into it. And that's probably why you don't like proposals on holidays. It's kind of a it's kind of a cop out.
1: No, I mean, definitely Valentine's Day. There's no thought behind it. It's it's already
2: thought it's thought out for you and marketed for you to just run out to, to Target and get it. Right. So, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, the five love languages is actually I thought it was a bunch of hooey, but it actually isn't. And so if you go to uglytruth.com on our front page, there is a link to our Amazon site that will take you straight to the five love languages page and you can buy it yourself. Or you can go to the website and take it take it yourself. Yes. You can go straight to our website and uh, check out your love language. I'd be really curious if anybody does it and to find out if there you know what if it's something really interesting and different like uh words of affirmation you know pig latin who knows i don't know but it would be interesting and now of course because it's so popular there's love languages for children oh, and yeah. and you know married couples and i don't know it's love languages else. for the
1: divorcing couple and it's
2: just there is you're right so i think that's all we have to say about valentine's day i yes. you know but but godspeed more power to have a good one yeah. if you love it and if you go see Fifty Shades of Grey, please tell me how that date turns out. I would be <laughs> oh, super curious nice to know how that ends. Yeah.
0: The Ugly Truth mobile app is now available for Droid and Apple users. Visit UglyTruth.com slash app. Baby, I understand. Just can't be lovers, things are getting
2: out of All right. So you and I, now you don't... You don't have that many dreams.
1: Not usually. I mean, I've had some dreams recently, but I think it's because I was just taking NyQuil before bed. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, but I, I wouldn't venture to imagine they meant much other than I was in a, you know drugged state
2: right i have my whole life had incredibly vivid dreams and i'm sure it has something to do with being you know having a big imagination Mm -hmm. it also could have to do with you know trauma and you know who knows what childhood but i have for a long time been pseudo analyzing my dreams on this website i know it doesn't sound like you know it sounds silly but I kept having the same dreams over and over again and I couldn't figure out I'm like this must mean something it it can't not mean anything and I'm really into the psycho psychology of our minds and all of that stuff so I kept having dreams about tidal waves and I had oh, them yeah. for years for years and you know tidal waves scare the shit out of me already I've had those so the fact before. that I was yeah and the fact that I'm dreaming about them is terrifying to me and so Water represents emotional turmoil, depending on what the water is, if it's a tidal wave or if it's murky water. I mean, there's all these oh, yeah. ways. Well, and then, they yeah, that was what was interesting
1: to me was, is that they also, even the color of the water or yes. the the uh, texture of the water can signify or mean different things.
2: It can. So you and I had talked about the fact that whenever I have a really weird dream or one that I really remember that we would talk about it on the show whenever it came up now you have had <laughs> this dream that's been bothering you for some for, for some time actually and it is essentially it's the dream where you are performing oral sex on bill cosby in the bathroom at our parents house yes that i had it once and and it disturbed but me it stuck with well, you. it
1: disturbed me <laughs> mostly yes. but for the life of me i'm like where the hell did that come from i mean what what shows because i was thinking at the time i'm like you know what what did i watch what did i eat before bed i mean literally what did <laughs> i eat before bed yeah, i know right What, what was is going on did i have a yeah. fudgesicle i mean what was the deal so <laughs> ah, i just uh, <laughs> i couldn't figure it out <laughs> And so um, when we talked about possibly discussing our dreams, I told you, okay, we'll
2: analyze my Bill Cosby dream then. I will. So this is the way I break it down. This, this dream website called dream moods, it basically you plug in a word that represents whatever you had, like, you know, if you dreamt about a celebrity or something like that. So I plugged in three separate words. And then I Basically, I'm going to give you the definition and then maybe we can figure out why you dreamt what you dreamt. So to dream about a celebrity, to dream that you are kissing or having sex with a celebrity, it indicates your drive to be successful. Consider what movies you associate the celebrity with or what makes his celebrity famous for clues as to where and what you want to achieve success in. How funny. I know. So the uh, second one. I mean, I didn't
1: mean it like like oh. i well when i said oh how funny i was mean like you know cuz he's in comedy but i wasn't trying to be right. like punny either it's oh, just
2: damn it i hate it when i miss that <laughs> <laughs> yes now sex um oral sex specifically to dream that you are giving or receiving oral sex signifies your willingness to give or receive pleasure it is symbolic of your creative energy and reaffirms that you are headed in the right direction in life this dream may also be a pun on talking about sex. Perhaps you need to communicate with your mate about your sexual needs. Huh. So I don't recall you really being a huge fan of oral, but, you know, it's representative of sex in general. So well, I mean, it can be- right. So it's just it's just it's a representative of it's from the category. Sex. Gotcha. Exactly. Now, finally, the bathroom <laughs> to see a toilet. Now, did you see a toilet? Weren't you sit was wasn't there somebody sitting on the toilet? No, or something? I was okay.
1: squatting down in front of the cupboards.
2: But okay. I think the toilet was there. I mean I knew it was the bathroom. Obviously it was the bathroom. Okay, so that's a bathroom. To see a toilet in your dream symbolizes a release of emotions. You need to get rid of something in your life that is useless. Seeing a toilet in your dream may also be a physical manifestation brought about the fact that you need to pee. So it's possible well, maybe that you out. had to pee, and that's why you were in the bathroom performing oral sex. That could have been on Bill Cosby. Well, there you have it. So I know. Very so interesting. Broken
1: down. So you'll have to ponder. Yeah. I'll have to, gosh, and, I wish I could remember when I had that dream. That was. I know. I it was years ago, but it just of all the
2: things. Okay. Well, I'm gonna start keeping track of my dreams. Yeah. So if you ever have a good one, let me know and we'll we'll dissect it. Um, okay. So last week I had this incredibly vivid dream and then I've been having this repetitive dream, but they were all kind of in the same evening. So I have the two. First, I keep dreaming that I'm in an earthquake. Now earthquakes don't scare me. We've right. been in California our whole life. Right. I've experienced earthquakes. I know that they can be devastating. Obviously, I was, you know, I was around and watched the big earthquake that happened Mm -hmm. in 89 in San Francisco, but I keep dreaming about them. but I'm fine in it. It's not like I'm dying or anything. So it says to dream of an earthquake suggests that you are experiencing a major shakeup that is threatening your stability and foundation. Oh, I know. And I'm like, hmm, Okay. Um, the dream highlights your insecurity, fears, and sense of helplessness. Is there something in your life that you feel at fault for? Hmm. No, I can't think of anything. Um, it also, oh, but this was interesting because I did find cover. It says, if you find cover from the quake, you will overcome these challenges. If you become trapped or injured during the quake, you will suffer. Well, I totally survived. I found cover and I was totally. In fact, I was yelling at others to come with me because I was fine and they were like, help, help. So it was really weird. Huh. The other thing, I keep dreaming about kittens. Kittens. Like
1: constantly. Oh, how funny. See? Kittens. I'm just thinking, remembering. I had a dream about a snake the other night, but. Ooh, snake. anyway, go ahead. so tell me about kittens, though.
2: It says, to see a kitten in your dream represents a transitional phase toward independence. You are ready to explore new things that life has to offer. Alternatively, the dream symbolizes innocence and purity. Okay. So I wasn't going to tell you about this this week, but I'm going to now because of the kitten's dream. I have decided to go back to school. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, because I'm math retarded, it's going to take some time because I'm going to go enroll and become a registered vet tech. OK, it's basically a registered nurse for vet for veterinarians. Yeah. It's not like the assistants where they just walk the dogs and stuff. This is the one where they assist on the surgeries and stuff assistant like surgeries. Okay. Yes, it's the it's the one right below vet. Gotcha. So anyway, the problem is, unfortunately, because it's medical, there's a lot of math <laughs> that I have to take oh, before yeah. I can get into the program. So, of course, I have anxiety about it. But it was funny because I was like, oh, that's so weird that I've been thinking about kittens. And then all of a sudden it says, you know. You're ready to explore new things. And I'm like, God, maybe maybe that's what it is, because I've been talking about doing this for for like five years. But now that Malia's is getting into high school, I have a ton of time and I can totally do it. And so I'm, I told Daryl, I said, yeah, I'm going to do it. And he, of course, is like over the moon. Well, that's what He's I so was excited. thinking, actually, was when you
1: said something about, you know, you're, you're unsettled about something in your earthquake dream, mm-hmm. and then the kitten dream, like you're exploring new things. I kind of feel like you're at a crossroads in your life with right. becoming an empty nester, basically. Exactly, And so yes. I'm glad that you are going to do something, or you've already decided on
2: what you're going to do, and... Right. That's
1: exciting.
2: Well, I'm taking it slow because, you know, as I've gone through and looked at all the prereqs, I'm like, oh, my God, there's so much math, you know. And so I'm, you know, I told her, I'm like, look, I, I unfortunately I have the math skills of like a seventh grader. Well, you know And it's what, not though? it's not a joke. I seriously am. Here's the thing, though, about math <laughs> capable is, of is that
1: I agree when we were in school, math was not our thing. But yeah. you're more motivated as an adult than you are it's true. In, in high school. Like if I could go back to high school, I mean I would be a straight A student. You know, well wouldn't a, we all? Just right. because you have the wisdom and you have all of those things, you know, the drive right. and all of that. So math may not be as challenging as you think it is because probably you're maybe you're going to be more motivated and driven. And you well, know, I need to get
2: through it if I want to do the fun stuff. Or and if worst case scenario, get a math tutor. I mean, oh my god. <laughs> Yes, it's true, though. But yes, I'm, I'm, I'm really willing to try it. And I I already I told Daryl, I'm like, God, I already feel dumb. I mean, I already feel dumb, but I'm not gonna not do it. I'm gonna try because the reality is, is that, you know, we had our kids super young, yeah. which means I will still be super young when they're pretty much on their own. They may not be out of the house. But I mean, they don't need me no i mean you have three adult children
1: and then one that's um you know gonna be well, in she's... her late teens or mid to late teens
2: soon yeah and she'll be driving yeah. and doing her living her life and so what am i supposed to do right. i mean if daryl was a millionaire i would do more but we're not millionaires right. so i mean it would be fun to have this and you know what i mean like i told daryl i said listen i have lanced abscesses off of cats faces i have pulled <laughs> towels out of dogs asses <laughs> Right. I have treated, uh, you know, dog wounds when they're, you know, our little dog got attacked by St. Bernard's and her throat got ripped out. I mean, I injected those antibiotics into her neck like it was nothing. It's always been that way. So... I could never do it for a human, but I could totally do it for an animal. That's really neat. Well, I'm so proud of you. I'm
1: excited for you. uh, And I think it's going to be really cool. And, you know, just take it one class at a time. You know, don't, don't, you know get upset if you have setbacks or if you know something <laughs> well, happens. you'll hear about it if I do you know I mean don't, I just don't want you to think like you know you'll have failed or something like that because to no. me doing any college coursework is like already you know winning to me right instead yeah, of true. instead of just not doing anything so even if you're right. not you know you didn't know what you wanted to be or maybe once working with the animals you're like oh I can't do this but I mean you've already taken all of those classes and so that's right. really exciting that you've already you know got post
2: high school education under your belt so yeah I mean I do have a degree already in media and marketing but it obviously it's been a really long time, so those classes don't count anymore. Right. Unfortunately. So You're I have to go back and do it. Which, honestly, I mean, if I, I mean, I literally have to know how to write prescriptions and stuff. So I think it was it would be essential for me to um, take math again. So I'm okay with that. But speaking of, we have a little bit of time. We should do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Yes.
1: Ugly and awkward moment of the week is, I, you know, basically I've been a, t- a taxi, a mom taxi because yes, I take the kids to school in the morning. And then I have a kindergartner who gets out, you know, three hours later. And then I have Mm. my third grader who gets out two hours later. So I'm like literally going back and forth to that school all day long. It seems like welcome to my world. Right. And so the thing about the school is, is you can't that things like Fort Knox, though, you cannot get into that school unless you go through the office. And okay. so everything is under locked gate and the locked gate. It's like um, it's not leaving like chain link fence, like, you know, kind of like a I don't know. Oh, I know what you like mean. Like a big. Yeah. Just a big, you know, bars and stuff. Yes. So very secure. The kindergarten area, when you go to pick them up, they have their own gate entrance because they right. kind of keep the kindergartners away from the they main do. school. And so the teachers come out, they unlock the door, all of the parents shuffle in, you know, cause you have to go get your kindergartner. So we were doing that and um, I opened the door and I went to go push it back to where it would like open all the way and then like mm-hmm. lean up against the, like it would be flush with the gate. Mm. And so I pushed it back and then I kept walking cause I just kind of, you know, <laughs> figured it will slam or it'll hit or whatever. Well, it yes. doesn't go flush with the gate. It's, It was on a hinge. So it stopped and it flung backwards and it hit an old man. (laughs) You assaulted an old man with a gate? Not that hard, though. But I mean, I had I had pushed it, you know, and then it was just, like, it kind of was, like, and then it just, like, flipped backwards, and then it hit the, you know, and it kind of, like, nudged him in the shoulder. And I'm, like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm, like, I didn't know it was going to do that. You whipper like, th- what were you thinking? What gate only opens, you know, like... 75% of the way. It just doesn't that make any true. sense. It's, sh- you know. That is, was it like on a rubber band or something? I no, I don't know what on. it was. I don't know if it, there was a, like a bar or something preventing it. But I mean, I expected it to, you know, do the full 180. And it only went like, you know, to once, 165. Back. Yeah. And then it jostled <laughs> and came back and hit someone. So... Well, did he get angry with you? No, I mean, he saw what what I was trying to do. I
2: mean, (laughs) oh, God, he's like, he probably felt sorry for you. I just
1: happened to be the one that, you know, Uh, was trying to open the gate for everyone or, you know,
2: whatever. See, that's what I get for, you know, trying to be nice. Don't be nice. See, that's why I don't do things like that. I'm the one that they're nice to, because if I did it, someone would get hurt. Someone would be offended. Someone would trip. It just, it's no, it's a no win. But you can't do I it. I was just like, well, friends. you know what? At least you'd
1: keep trying. So what are you going <laughs> to do? Trying. But it was, I well, and know. what was embarrassing is because it was in a crowd. It's, yeah, it's a cattle. Yeah. And so, I mean, there was yes. like, you know, probably five or six people around who kind of saw and were like <sighs> snickering. And that's, so.
2: Well, you know, they did. You know what? They We provide constant sources of entertainment for folks. I'm sure. It's just, that's, why, that's why we do what we do. <laughs> I know. So well, that's pretty that's actually quite awkward. so it was probably Tuesday of this last week. I was just getting over the cold i my nose wasn't running out of my face anymore, so uh Daryl said, "Hey." Let's go get a cocktail. Do you feel like having a cocktail? I'm like, well, you know, it probably wouldn't hurt me because, you know, alcohol tends to make you feel better when you have a cold specifically. I think it doesn't
1: kind of clear your sinuses a little bit. Yeah,
2: it can. And so we went to Carmelita's, our little Mexican restaurant that we totally love. Yeah. We went and we sat down and ordered some cocktails and, you know, we ordered like chips and stuff. And the super spicy salsa was actually helping, you know, I was kind of clearing up and I'm like, yeah, this was actually a really good idea. So we're sitting there and talking. Now I am sick, but I'm not like dying anymore, but I'm still not completely, I don't have full control of my faculties yet, which that's always a risk going out. I mean, there's stairs, you know, I wore, I wore tennis because I didn't want to trip on anything. You know, I kept it really simple. Right. So we're sitting there at the table and we're having a a lovely discussion. We're catching up on the day and catching up on his, the gossip of his work and, you know, whatever. And at some point, and I always have napkins because I'm constantly spilling. (laughs) Right. I, my napkin had fallen off of my lap onto the floor and we're sitting in a booth. Now the way it's lit, I can literally see the napkin. I'm like, oh, I can just reach down and get it. So I'm in, (laughs) I'm in mid sentence and I go, oh, my napkin. And I think forgetting that i have t-rex arms and my arms aren't that long what did you hit i go to lean down and pick up the napkin and do the straight arm like i'm just gonna like quickly lean down and get it and not bend over it well i realize i can't reach it so i kind of contort a bit and lean my head to the left to get it and because i think i'm so cool i do it quickly so i quickly lean my head to the left and whack my head on the wall because there's a mirror there so not oh not only did I hit myself really hard in the side of the head, I almost knocked this, like, 40-pound mirror off the damn wall. That would have been bad. It rattled. That would have been bad. And it, was, it was packed. There were so many people there. I And it was loud. And Daryl was like, you know, when things like that happen in front of Daryl... He just doesn't know how to react because it's more like, is there danger? Is this mirror going to fall and kill you? Right. What's happening? He probably wishes there was one aisle
1: over that he could go and then burst out <laughs> laughing.
2: He's like, uh, what are you doing? It's what are you doing like, there? And I said, my I'm just trying to get my napkin. He's like, you know, there's a big pile of well, them. Well, right that's what here. I was going to say. It wasn't the cloth ones. No, it was just a stupid paper. But, you know. I felt like it was littering. You know, I don't know no, what was that's how I
1: am in restaurants. Like every <laughs> time we've gone somewhere with kids, like I always pile up like the plates and like, you know, wipe up the counters a little bit, and, you know, just because I don't want to be those people
2: that like, you don't want to be the ones where they go. Oh God. Yeah. Where you know, they have giant the, table. the whole
1: family comes into IHOP or something like that. And they're like, and there's crumbs yeah, and dirt everywhere I mean, it when looks you leave, like, you know, a daycare had been provided there for a year. <laughs>
2: It's like get out the wet vac Yeah, I don't <laughs> yes, want to be exactly. those
1: people So I I feel you Why
2: you were trying to do that I don't know why you <sighs> had to do it so Quickly with Because I, you know, I forget who I am sometimes And I just think I can do what others do yeah, And I'm... clearly that's not the case Maybe this math is going to so... be a problem If you do,
1: <laughs> like, have to do Anything right? with, like, you know Dimensions or lengths <laughs> just think Shiggy. of all the fun stories i'll have when i go through as i'm going if through If jamie's this. arm spans 20 inches and the napkin <laughs> like, I have is no 22 inches how much of her <laughs> her cheek and chin will get smeared off the table <laughs> trying to reach
2: <laughs> said napkin that can be replaced immediately right. th- with the pile on the table that costs all of i don't know 0.02 Three cents. cents yeah not even <laughs> yeah so there you go can't even get a napkin off the floor without smacking myself well it's ridiculous at least i wasn't the farty lady god the- she wins yeah really huh you know i'd say she wins if she was you know sorry or embarrassed but she wasn't and i hate people who try and
1: pretend like they like like it didn't happen happen. or maybe they didn't
2: i don't know it's just you know what and i i hate it when guys do that too you know, when, when you do something embarrassing and they act like they have no idea what just happened. I mean, I realize they're trying to help you not be embarrassed,
1: and then, but it happens. But then you have to get their attention to, like, make sure that you understand, <laughs> like, you realize I just did something stupid, right? Yeah, I know you saw me. Or why aren't we acknowledging it? Uh, I don't know. Exactly. Because I'm trying not to be awkward. Because I'm trying not to be embarrassed for you. <laughs> yeah, right. So, well, I'm going to declare myself the winner this week simply because I hit an old man with a gate. But you
2: did assault an elderly gentleman. I involved- I definitely involved wins. someone else in my... You did. Uh, my... Oh, my God. Now, if the mirror had fallen, I would hope that I would have won. Well, that would have... Been, yeah. That would have been a little different. That would have been a classic.
1: That would have... You know, no, we're going to have to definitely. do... Ryan... Oh, you know what? Ryan said this before. He says what? we should do um our, t- our top ugly and awkward moments. You know... Of the year? Yeah, like of the year. Like, pick, you know, 10 or something like that. <sighs>
2: yeah you know well, that shouldn't be too hard. Well, we just have to go back and listen we to have every just single so many, show.
1: but um, do you know at okay, this is completely off subject what at dinner time, Olivia she's like, okay, so. What is everyone's awkward moment of the day today? Oh, you have got to be kidding me. So her and Ryan will go around the table and just, you know, declare what their awkward moment of the week was or something. Do they do they understand what that means? They know that I get I talk about it for my show. And so. Mm. But do they
2: know what an awkward moment? Well, Olivia should know. She is an awkward moment. God, she's just a walking awkward moment. But it's just ironic that you her middle name is Grace. She kicked
1: a full <laughs> I know. That was wishful thinking. She kicked over a whole cup full of coke <laughs> onto my shoe. Oh no. And she was just like, I'm sorry mom, I didn't see it and I'm like, That's because you don't watch where you're going when you do anything
2: <laughs> you know. As as usual. You
1: just, you know, flit about life and oh, and hope that, you know, like- nothing dangerous happens in the process.
2: That is so funny. So anyway, That's
1: cute. That's cute. That's a cute, cute little tradition. Yeah. We're
2: all so awkward. We can discuss it nightly. I know. I thought it was that's cute. Funny. But anyways.
1: Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week yes. for episode 99. Now for episode 100, which will be next week, we do have some fun, exciting, never before heard things ready
2: for you. Did you want to elaborate, Jamie? Or? Well, I was going to say that long ago when we were in the early stages of our podcast, we always said that when we hit, if we hit episode 100, that we would say it in Spanish. Not the whole show, just just the number 100. Do you remember that? Yeah, but I don't know how to say 100 in Spanish. I think it's CN. I think it's CN. I'm going to look it up. I think. I'm going to look it up for next week. However, next week... Per Paula's demands, I have planned something exciting and epic. I would call this an epic, epic epic episode. So be prepared, people. Catch up. Shop on Amazon. (laughs) Be prepared. This should be one for the history books. It will be. It will be one heck
1: of a show. So get through this one. Catch up on your others. Like Jamie said, go to Ugly Ball and then uh just wait for us next week and that's mm-hmm. when we'll uh be back with a special special show episode 100
2: happy valentine's day happy
1: valentine's day you lovers we'll see you soon yes. bye. you're tearing up my
2: heart when i'm with you god bye, bye. bye.
0: That's it for this week. Be sure to check out UglyTruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.